0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up To Sitting Podcast. I am your host and Chief Energy Officer, Jeremy Abramson. (laughs) And man, oh man, am I fucking stoked for today's show with Star Hawkins. Star is a transcendent trainer and Pilates instructor in Miami Beach. She is most recognized for creating ass and abs, A workout that merges fitness and nightlife. She has worked with NFL athletes, models, and is currently helping superhero moms get their sexy back. Did I get all that right? No,
1: that introduction, I need to hire you for my intros. That was good. That was amazing. That was great. I love it.
0: No, it's funny because the way that I first, I think the first video that I saw of you was actually with LaShawn McCoy, who's like a Pro Bowl running back. I was like wait what like I thought she just taught at Barry's and like did her Pilates thing and she's working with NFL athletes I was like that's pretty dope yeah. and the first thing that caught my attention was your energy like I'm very I'm very aware and attracted to people's energy like m- friends partners whatever it is and that's what caught my attention and then meeting you in person a couple times I was like yeah like that's not a show like her energy is real <laughs> um I love that Yeah, so tell us a little bit about the journey of how you got to be in Miami Beach working with these people and doing what you're doing.
1: All right. Well, I mean, I guess it started. I was always in customer service. I did retail for years. School was never for me. Um, I've always had really good energy, Um, but I was kind of always like a partier, so school wasn't really my thing. Um, And I ended up not doing well in college, flunked out of school, came down to Miami with a store that I was working with in D.C., and um, they brought me here. Um, I ended up getting pregnant by, uh, by my daughter's father right after I moved here. I was 21 at the time, um, and I kind of just stayed. Um, and then about six years ago, I was doing retail, and I hated my life. I hated my job. I was kind of over it. Um, I would do like boutiques because you could have those relationships. Like I had really good clients and I always loved selling and talking to people. And like, you know, I wasn't really one of those people that would sell like just to, to make numbers. Like I wanted you to actually like what you bought and I wanted us to be friends and maybe us go out after, you know, like I was like one of those people. So, um, it was about six years. My daughter was like three, it was six years ago. My daughter was three and I was just over retail and kind of over my life. I had met someone and I was in the Miami scene going out a lot and, you know, going out and in, in nightlife. And um, the person that I was with was like, yo, you need to get sober. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. I'll get sober because I wanted to be with that person. And uh, I tried. I did like 90 days. And then I was like, went back. And, s- and this is six years ago. Yeah, this is about six okay. years ago. OK. And um they had even said, they were like, you know, you probably just need something else to, like, like get that release from, you know? Mm. And, um, yeah, I was going to, like, meetings, and and I was meeting sober people, and and I needed, like, something else. So I started doing berries. I had met the owner of berries. Well, I started doing flywheel, actually. I was spinning a lot. I got really good at that. I was always athletic. Like, in high school, I did track, and I was a cheerleader, and I did a bunch of stuff. But I guess... I, I was always kind of working and on my feet. So I never really got into fitness and mm. I was doing flywheel a lot. And then I had met the owner of Barry's James and I was working there and I was like working at the desk and I was doing retail and I had tried out to be a trainer at Barry's a couple times. Didn't work. What they didn't, didn't it work. They didn't, they didn't, I didn't have it like looking back now, I know I didn't have it. Like right. I didn't know what I was doing, what I was talking about. Um, and I kind of like gave up with that, you know, and, um, I got two years sober, and then I I fell off because the guy that I had gotten sober for ended up, like, doing something that I didn't like, so I kind of drank at him. It was stupid. Um, And then about two years after that, we completely broke up. And I think that was, like, a really hard time for me because I kind of used him As like my alcohol too. Like I was obsessed with the relationship. I was obsessed with working out. Like I have a very addictive personality. Anything I put my mind to. Which is also good. I feel like it's a superpower. Anything I put myself my mind to. I can do.
0: Just depends on what you're channeling that energy (laughs) to. Exactly.
1: So. um, We had broken up. And I had nothing. I was driving his car. I was living in the apartment that we lived in. And I just kind of needed to change everything in my life. And. This girl that I knew from Barry's was managing Jet Set Pilates and she goes, star, you should really come teach. And I had like this ego, like because one of my friends had done it and I was like, I'm not going to do it unless they hit me up to do it. You know, like I had this like whatever. No. And and I'll probably because I was a little afraid I had tried out for Barry's a bunch and didn't get it, you know. So I think that I probably just didn't really believe in myself either. Mm. So they finally hit me up. They were like, you need to do this this certification and I was like okay so I'm gonna do it so I went and I did it and I was working at Nike at the time and I was doing nightlife I was promoting at Ricky's with my best friend who is sober too um, and has been a big part of like my recovery Um, and so we were promoting at night I was folding shirts at Nike during the day and then I was doing jet set classes so I was not sleeping um, and slowly like everything kind of just like went into just training so I ended up leaving Nike because I just couldn't do it anymore. It was
0: the store on Lincoln Road? Yeah.
1: They just they did like a million in a week, like the first week I was there. I mean, I'm talking like people are just coming. There is no like customer encounters there. You're no, just like just, selling, you know, Nike's yeah. like running the world right now. But um so I was doing that. I ended up leaving there because of the nights, you know, and promoting's easy. I mean, we would go for three hours and you, you, you know, it's just quick, easy money. That scene, though, I will say is, you know, if you're, if you're out at night, you can't get up early and do, and I still do, like I can run on like five hours of sleep, but it's kind of like a toxic scene sometimes, you know?
0: Especially, I would imagine for someone trying to maintain sobriety. Yeah. Like that seems like, the last place you'd want to be.
1: Well, I, you know what it is, is I, I do like being out. I hate to say it, but I do like, I'm not there's one of those people that. that doesn't like to go out. Like I am, I am high energy. I love to dance. I love to go out. Um, I try not to go out after two. Cause that's when stuff gets weird. Uh, but I mean, I've been at 11 till five in the morning, sober, eating chicken wings, you know, like I, I'm good with <laughs> that. Like if I'm with the right people and there's food, I'm staying, you Hell know? Yeah. So, um, I ended up leaving Nike and I was just doing the promoting and my jet set classes started getting really full and like, I guess I got more comfortable and more confident and like I kept picking up more classes and then Ricky's ended up like nothing bad with them. It was, it, it's crazy because everything happens the way it's supposed to always. I feel like, you know, at that time I needed that money, you know? So it was like easy money and it was fun and I needed to be out cause I was getting over a breakup and it was like, I was still around people and, um, um, so, yeah, so then I just was training, and from there, I started getting private clients, and I was training um, Rachel Russell, the, the owner of Style Saves, and then from her, I started training Isabella Grubman, and then from her, I got Martha Graff, and I just got this circle of, like, moms, and, you know, I got the, the almost, like, the right clients, you know, and then um, my classes were still full. I was just, I was just training full-time. I ended up trying out for Berries. Um, And my first class was like a free class. I sold out the class and had people in the hallway doing it like it was like crazy It was like super emotional because I like really had wanted it and um, I was there For I want to say like at least a year uh, Training there. I went up to New York. I trained at the ones in New York for the summer Um, and Yeah, I mean I started ass and abs with my business partner we got flown up to New York to open a Pilates studio there for a woman Um hold
0: on. I have a question. This this is like blowing my mind right now because like Star and I have connected, but not on like this type of level before. So (laughs) all of this, just like you guys listening, a lot of this, in fact, all of it is new. Um so real quick, the failure at berries, the failure, right? Where you tried out a couple times, you got discouraged because like you admitted, you weren't ready. And then what what kind of caused you to go back there? Was it someone who reached out from Berries or like you're like fuck, I want to I want to overcome that past adversity and I want to be at Berries? What like what instigated that whole situation?
1: Well, I, I mean, I always loved the workout. So the whole time that I was at Jet Set, there were, there were moments where I didn't necessarily work the desk, but I was always taking classes. And I have a great relationship with the owners. And, like, I still go and I still bring clients. And I'm sure if they ever needed, like, a sub or something, I would, I would do it. Because, I, I mean, I love the workout. Um, so I don't know. I think it was something I just needed to prove to myself, like, yo, you can do this, you know. And, it, and I will say teaching, that is a hard workout to teach. Anytime you're teaching two classes... And, you know, you got people walking in late and you've got a D they don't just they don't just teach a class. They're a DJ. You're a personality, you you know. And and I think that is what made my jet set classes so good, because when I would teach jet set, I I turn up like my class isn't, you know, going to be the normal jet set class. Like if you come to my class, you are going to sweat a lot. You're going to do cardio in between. You know, the music's really loud, like it's high energy. You know, I always want it like. I I just took what I like from from when I go to classes and I tried to make it into to me, you know, like and bring it bring the energy. And, you know, so I think it really helped me become a good instructor. I definitely give them credit for that.
0: Yeah, you've had you've had a life filled with ups and downs, like just listening to the last six years. It's a fucking insane roller coaster ride that I want to kind of try and ride with you. Um, So take me back just it seems like a common theme in these last six years and probably before that as well, is like adversity. Like shit happens that appears to be bad, whether it's not getting the thing at berries, whether that relationship with that guy you really cared about kind of fizzled out, whether it's the sobriety um, four years ago, you kind of coming back to it. And all of these moments where you felt kind of defeated and down, what did you use... Cause you seem to be very resilient is what I'm, (laughs) what I'm discovering. Like you're fucking resilient. So what, what is it that enabled you to bounce back from all of these shitty things that seem to be happening to you?
1: I mean, I'm definitely like a spiritual person. I believe in a higher power, whether, you know, it's God or it's the universe or whatever it is. Um, So like, I always feel like there's been someone like kind of looking out for me too, you know? But I mean, I grew up and my mom's a, a single mom. I grew up in North Carolina. I was mixed. At the time that in North Carolina that was not like okay. I mean, I got called all kinds of names cuz I was black and white. Like I remember on Martin Luther King Day my boyfriend broke up with me. Like it was cuz like, <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh yeah, my dad's black," you know. So like I I mean, I I feel like I always kind of grew up like different. I always felt different. I knew how to adapt in different situations, you know, like I'm kind of a chameleon. Like I can I can um I can be in any room and any uncomfortable situation and make it comfortable. You know, like I don't really I think I've always had to kind of be like that to survive. My mom was never really around cuz she was a single mom and she has her battles and she was struggling, right. you know, with the stuff that I later ended up struggling with, you know? So it's mm. um so I've just always had to survive. I mean, I think I'm survi- I'm definitely a survivor, you know? Um and I've always had a really good good work ethic and I think that's why I you know, did drink and party for so long was because, you know, I could go out and I, I would have like the time of my life and end up in cool situations whether I was like with Little Wayne or like you know like what seemed cool at the time. Um, and Yo, then Little Weezy is yeah, cool all the time. Yeah, exactly. let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like I could always end up in a good situation and and then st- and be out all night and then still make it to work and then go to work and kill it. You know, so like that's why it like always kind of worked for me.
0: And all of this time still raising your daughter. Yes. Because being a mom is I say this all the time. I I acknowledge my mom for it all the time, too. Like being a mom is a full time job. Oh, for sure. Like if you want to be a present parent, that does not come easy. So that's like a whole different dynamic. And I'm sure that's one of the reasons these moms have gravitated towards you obviously your energy is incredible and you're giving them a great workout but the fact that they can relate to you because you have your daughter and definitely and how like what has that experience been like just being a mom and and a single mom starting at age 21 like how has that experience shaped who you are today
1: i mean i had her when i was 21 i always worked um her father doesn't really help me financially at all um but she loves her dad so she does You know, spend time with him, and I mean, I had to fight for full custody of her. There, there were times where I had to go to court, and I would like almost want to give up because when you're 21, you know, you still want to be like a kid, you know. But um, I mean, definitely, I have a client that tells me all the time. I mean, I worked at every store on Purdy, um, and she would see me with my daughter, like at work, and then I'd go to Barry's and I'd be at work and like with my daughter, and she's like, I just always remembered you being a hustler. And then later on, I started training her. That was Lisa who got me Shady McCoy because her husband's a... Lisa Thompson. Yeah, Drew Rosenhaus, the sports agent. So funny. So, I mean, mean, she's even told me that. and I mean, it it, it feels good. It feels good to know that people see it because sometimes, you know, you're doing all this stuff and you're like, nobody knows how hard I'm working or like, does it even matter? But it, it does. You inspire people around you and she's a super hard worker. I mean, she's a real estate agent. She's always working. Her daughter she's such a good mom. Like I actually look up to her a lot because she gives her daughter the world. But I mean, there were times that, you know, it wasn't that easy and, you know, you're not sure how you're going to pay your bills or, or what's going to go on. You know, Uh, I'm lucky to say my daughter's never seen me drunk or, you know, see me like out, (laughs) not sober. So that's always, been a plus and i mean she knows i don't drink she's gone with me to meetings she's very like to be 9 she's very mature she was always a good girl like luckily people gravitate to her as well too she's got that energy so i've always had family members and friends that have always been good like helping me um and being in fitness it's been good because this job i can bring her most of my clients are women so, you know, if she's off from school, I can bring her to my client's house. And then if they have a daughter, you know, they sit and play. Oh, that's and so
0: cool. You know,
1: one of my clients makes her Mickey Mouse pancakes every time she comes that's over. such a dope dynamic. You know, on her birthday, like, you know, people will send her money. And, like, you know, it's just, it's it's really cool to to be able to have her. She, I started her Instagram. She's Little Mama Fit. So, I had her teach a class Um at the Plymouth, a mommy and me class, and you know she she's she's more of a dancer. She likes she loves to dance, um, but it's cool. Like I bring her everywhere with me. She's she literally goes everywhere with me. There's she
0: a there's a lot of sorry. There's a lot of places I want to take this. <laughs> so let's let's start off with the first thing while it's fresh on my mind. So Lil Mama Fit, that's your daughter, uh-huh. your baby Mama Fit yes. on Instagram. We'll talk more about that later. Like, who is Baby Mama Fit? Like what? Like, what does that person, what do you want to create? Like, what message do you want to communicate? Like, what do you stand for?
1: Um, I want to empower women, obviously empower m- moms, you know. Um, and just, like, I think baby mo- I think baby mama is kind of a negative name. Like, oh, that's my baby mama. Like, she's, you know, annoying. Yeah. Like, oh. And I kind of wanted to, like, embrace that. Like, I am a baby mama. I d- I'm not married. Um, I have tattoos. I have a big butt. Like... I'm not the ideal, you know, nine to five. Um, I like hip hop music, like kind of like for the culture, you know, like I think that it's just like it's a brand in itself. Like you can be who you want to be and you can be who you are and you can have your own parenting style. And and, you know, it's like even as far as like I remember when I was raising my daughter, people were like, oh, you don't do a nap at a certain time. Like, you know, no, I'm hustling. I'm working. We cannot do nap time at two. Like, you know, Yeah, I feel (laughs) Like, like
0: I feel like. From the outside, like, watching what you're doing, the biggest thing I think that you're doing in terms of creating impact is giving other people, especially women, permission to be their authentic self. Right, And that's I so big that, because huh? we're, we're constantly trying to seek approval from others and, like, act a certain type of way to impress someone we don't even give a fuck about. And it's like, you just embracing who you are is so dope. Like, just being you. Like, and that that it's going to rub people the wrong way, but fuck them. Yeah. Like, we're not going to please everyone. And that kind of segues into something that I'm really interested in because I, I'm 28, and I always think about, like, when I am a dad. Like, I'm super excited for whenever that time happens. And I'm just wondering because 2019 is a challenging time to raise a kid. Oh, for um, sure. I'm just wondering, like, for the parents listening and for the future parents, what are a couple things that you've implemented, obviously bringing your daughter to work is super special and unique. Not everyone has that luxury. What are a couple of things that you've kind of, uh, raised your daughter with some core principles or values, things that you've done with her that you think kind of stand out?
1: Um, I mean, I really communicate with her a lot. I'm super open, um, mm. with her, you know, obviously about my sobriety and I talk to her, you know, about her dad, um, And how, you know, we're not together, but I still love him. And she can see him whenever she wants. And um, just like really embracing what you know what it is, is when I was a kid, I feel like I had a lot of energy and I was I might have been a little bit angry and aggressive as a kid, you Mm. know, Um, because I had so much energy and people didn't understand that. Um, But like instead of like. Kind of like crushing that, I think you should just find the power in it the superpower you know like if I had had put that energy in something else like with her I I saw that dance this year was really huge for her like that's how she got her confidence and just lifting her up and like you know trying to put her in as many many things that build her confidence and and you know we'll go to like a dinner and I'll be like oh Gigi you want to show everybody your dance and I'll make her do her Cardi B dance in front of everyone and I mean she likes it though she wants to do it and and just like not trying to like not try to steal her shine. I try to give her a shine too, you know, and like, let her, let her be herself. And, and, you know, if she wants to have that creativity and, you know, if she wants to draw all over her arms, that's what she's doing today. Like, I don't, it's, you know, I just want her to be herself and not be afraid to, to be anything other than that. Um, and then just uh, taking her to all these experiences. I mean, bring her everywhere. I, I, I've taken her. You know, I'll take her to space to Daybreaker or I took her to New York and I put her in the YMCA camp there and she rode on the train and subways like, you know, and then she went to Manhattan and stayed with my client with a nanny and didn't want to leave, you know, so like she gets the best of both worlds. She's like on the trains, she's uh, in Queens and then she's in Soho, you know, and um, I just bring her everywhere, you know, she she is a big part of my life. And honestly, like if I can't bring her, I don't really want to go. You know, you know
0: that everything, everything that you just touched on is so powerful because first of all, I want to acknowledge you because you grew up with a single mom and she at least from the outside doesn't seem like she showed you the love, affection, attention that you probably deserved and needed. But you use that experience to create the way you wanted to be a mom and raise your child. You know, like so many times we get stuck and like we follow the same negative shitty patterns of our parents without being conscious of it. Oh, no, for like, sure. Oh, shit. You like, turn
1: into your parents.
0: Exactly. I turn, yeah. But you and, <laughs> and like there's either two ways you could have gone. You could have been like the exact same or you could have been like using that as fuel to be like, yo, I do not want to raise my daughter in that environment. And a couple things that really stand out, just seeing the way kids interact today is that honesty with them. Because kids are so observant. Like they see everything. And I see so many parents trying to hide shit. And conceal things. And just beat around the bush. And kids are so much smarter than we think.
1: Yeah. Oh no. They know everything. And, and the f- now they have TikTok and Instagram. I mean they What's know What's TikTok? It. TikTok's like Vine. My daughter loves it. She does videos on there all, all day. TikTok? It's like Vine but for kids. I guess. I don't know. But they know. I mean I know, I know she knows. She asked me. I was at my clients that just had a baby. She was like, where does the baby come out? I mean, like, (laughs) like I, I, that's a whole nother conversation, but you know, like they know, I mean, I'm sure she knew she just wanted to see if I would say it.
0: And then the second thing that I wanted to point out that I think is so big for everyone, regardless of your age is instilling confidence in her at this young age. Like, not forcing her to play the piano because that's what you wanted to do when you were a kid. Not forcing her to take tennis lessons. Like, fuck that. Because what I see so many parents doing is their kid is like a branch of them. It's like they're trying to give their kid the things that they wanted. Like, oh, I always wanted to play baseball. Okay, you're playing baseball. And then the kid gets burnt out and they're doing this thing that they're not really passionate about. They're not gifted at. And you have seemed to found like, okay, dance. Dance. Let's focus on dance for now. Like that empowers you. You're able to express yourself. And then you force her to get out of her comfort zone and like share her gifts with the world. And she's nine.
1: Yeah, she loves it. Like (laughs) that. I'm I'm excited
0: to see what type of woman she grows up into being. Um, That's super powerful. I think like I think you have the ability and I think that might be something that you want to pursue is like, really talking to these moms and, and women about these things. Like, you have a voice. You matter. You matter. Fuck what that person said. That's not who you are. Don't let that be your identity. And really do what you love and go all in at it. Like, you're you, you you're relatively new to, like, the fitness industry, right? Right. And you've already made tidal waves and, like, a big name for yourself because you went all in, because you followed your passion, because you followed your gifts, Right? So that's so dope. I can't <laughs> next Thank time you. next time we record, she has to be in here yeah. and we'll have like we'll have another mic right there <laughs> and we'll we'll have the whole fam here. Yeah. It'll be dope. Be she would love it. Um and going a little deeper into the sobriety thing, or just overall just feeling anxious, feeling down, feeling depressed, things that people are battling on a day to day basis. Um what is something What is something that you would, like a piece of maybe one or two actionable steps people can take to get out of their shit and to really create a life worth living? Because so often we're consumed by the past. Right. And we let that create our future. So I'm wondering, like, just a couple things you could share that helped you that maybe other people could seek wisdom from.
1: Well, I'm really fortunate because I work in a career where I get to help people every day. So even if I'm, like, in my, even if I'm stewing in my shit, like, for whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, it could be, it depends on how I'm, I mean, if it's, I'm just going to say it, if it's, like, around my period and somebody's writing nasty stuff on my Instagram or something, it could, you know, it could be a little it could bit. trigger you. Right, it could be a little trigger. Um, but obviously I still got to go to work that day. So I get to help people every day. Um, and I think that when you realize, like, we, we, we have so much to be grateful for. So gratitude is a huge one. You can always write a gratitude list. Write down all the things that you're thankful for. I have a house. I have good health. Um, I have a daughter that loves me. You know, I have a dog. Like all the things that some people don't have. Like some people, d- I mean, I didn't even have a car. I was driving my ex's car. I have a car. I have a brand new car. I've gotten two cars since then. Oh, so, shit. You know, two whips. Two whips. Um, but I don't have the other one. I wrecked that one. But um. You know, like, I think if you if you think about the things that you do have, and then just to reach, like, you know, reach out to someone. You never know what, what other people are going through, you know? Mm. I try to reach out to somebody that I know or that I haven't spoken to in a long time. I or that. I reach out to my business partner, and we just check in. Sometimes we'll sit on FaceTime and not even look at each other, you know? Like, I just, I try to, if you, if you look outside yourself and try to help somebody else, it'll get you out of your stuff. Because you'll realize that you probably don't have as bad of problems as other people do Mm, you know
0: I love that also I think something you mentioned is the idea that you're not alone like there's a lot of other people struggling with the same shit that you are for sure like people there's there's such a stigma around you know depression anxiety and mental health and all these things people are embarrassed to talk about and admit that they're struggling it's like dude like one in four people right now is depressed Or anxious. And oftentimes we're just medicating with like Western medicine protocols and popping pills. But it's like what you said, connecting with community, relationships, all of that shit is huge. And
1: well, just because I'm sober, too, doesn't mean I'm I don't. Medicate with other things, you know, like I can overwork out. I can over shop. I can obsess about a guy, you know, like you can fill that void with other things. And just like even checking that on a daily basis, I have to do, you know, Mm. I have to like, like almost take a self inventory. Like, why are you feeling like this? You know, or, or what have I done today to like, what have I done? And sometimes all I've done is, you know, take care of my daughter and go to work. And that's all I can do today. You know, that's that's all I can do. And or maybe OK with that, like yeah. accepting that, or watch Netflix, you know, like I have a, I, I can't eat, I have sometimes I have trouble. And um, it's funny, Johanna laugh at me because she loves sitting at home and like watching Netflix and doing her face mask. And and I don't know, know how to sit still sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm not doing anything. Yeah. If I'm not doing things, I get that vibe. If I'm not doing eight things, I'm like, what am I doing? I've yeah. only done three things today. Yeah. Like, like I start losing my mind and, you know, just, just being okay with, with being, you know, myself and, and being by myself. And, and sometimes I just have to check that because just cause I'm not like using alcohol or drugs to medicate, you know, I could use other things in my life.
0: What is one thing in those, in these last four years that you kind of noticed as a common theme, like, okay, maybe this is something that I'm trying to compensate for that loss. I'm trying to replace it with this. Obviously, fitness. Fitness is,
1: is huge. I mean, working out. I can work out too. Sometimes I'll work. I go through phases where I'll work out three times a day. You know, like wow. Yeah, but I, I mean, I like it. You no, know? of course. I I really like working out. <laughs> but anything um, else
0: that comes to mind?
1: I mean, I love to eat too. So I'll work out really hard, and then I'm not necessarily a binge eater. But I mean, I'm not saying no to food ever. You know, we'll um, get some chips and guac after this. Yeah, I'm definitely here for that. Um, I I, I suck at relationships. I suck at like having relationships with guys. Mm. I'm just like, I'm not I'm not cut out for it.
0: (laughs) Do you think how much of that stems from the past relationship, the guy that you initially were motivated to get sober for and then? after was it two years ago things officially ended
1: um yeah it's been about two two years
0: how much of it do you think has to do with i mean he
1: definitely traumatized me he's a scorpio let's throw that out there don't ever date a scorpio um (laughs) i'm a virgo so we're good (laughs) oh shit Virgos are good um i mean i think it's miami too a little bit i mean miami's like we're such a fun city and we're full of beautiful people i mean anybody that settles down here i think it's Can be hard. Very also, I think the internet. um, Also, if you look at my Instagram, it's it's like PG thirteen, so it could be my image.
0: Mm. You know, PG thirteen. That's Uh, that's PG fifteen. Maybe I would say PG fifteen. Okay, it depends what these like for your daughter, like PG thirteen. But for some of these, like especially, I see some of these like Jewish kids who are super super sheltered, and uh, that might be like. PG-17, or like their bar mitzvah gift, like you get to see a picture of Star, (laughs) baby mama bit. So
1: it could be that, um, but also, I I mean, I don't know, I'm so busy too, like,
0: it's just... Or do you feel like, do you feel like you're at a stage in your life where you kind of, it's just not a priority? Like if the, would you be, do you have an open heart and an open... Oh, I'm
1: open for love. We made shirts that say open for love. Yeah. Like we make shirts that have our slogans on, so we have food at the function coming, and like uh, we did a whole "open for love" drop. I'm definitely open for love. I'm open for love, and then I'm kind of not at the same time. Like (laughs) I'm also open to make money, you know. So like when I feel like when I'm focused on my career, my love department sucks, you know. When I'm Mm. focused on my love department, then my money's kind of not right. Yeah, because you know you you get like caught up and you get lost in the sauce yeah like the love sauce
0: one thing one thing that I've experienced and maybe you can relate is being in our industry and like being around other attractive people and like training and coaching and just being out in the community um is not easy for other people to digest like my most recent relationship there's just, like, so much. Like, I love the girl, and she was a great girl, and we aligned in a lot of areas, but, like, she was very jealous. Like, about things, um, I try to be as compassionate as possible, but, like, some of the things that um, she would get upset about, I was like, well, I'm I'm not going to not put my arm around someone for a picture. Like, right. you're tripping. Oh you know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like you, it would be the same thing. Like, guys are very territorial. There's always jealousy involved. It's like, oh shit! Like, I can't believe she posted that picture. I can't believe she's like training that dude. Right. So, is that how much has that played a role?
1: I mean, I feel like I definitely need to date someone that's kind of aligned with my in- industry a little bit. Yeah. Like they have to, you know, know know what it is. You know. But then, I mean, I find myself—I don't know if that's a girl thing—but I find myself getting jealous too. You know, <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> it's human nature. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's yeah, Instagram's ruined it. <laughs> ruined relationships. Well, it's th- ruining r- relationships as we speak right now. <laughs> it's it's one of
0: those things where I try to have an approach where there's nothing that's good or bad. Everything's neutral. Uh-huh. So people will shit on social media, but I'm like, this conversation wouldn't be taking place without social media. That's very
1: true. Like, no, I make 80% of my business from so- social media. Exactly.
0: And then people people will vilify it or stigmatize it and it's what what you make of it like for instance you know that knife over there could be an amazing life-saving tool for someone trying to break in here and kill us or it could be a deadly weapon right like everything's neutral it's what you make of it so in terms of social media i think it definitely plays a role i think people are just we're we're fucking we have these like i always say with men especially um i feel like 90% of the time i'm just like a rational critical thinking like loving acting with my heart guy and then 10% of me acts with my dick and when that 10% <laughs> is acting and is controlling my my body then i make questionable decisions you know what i mean and
1: that's a basic
0: yeah. I like, love that. It's like a chess Send game. Give me
1: that clip. I want to post that. It's a, ch- <laughs> it's a
0: chess game. It's a chess game. And like, okay, my head, my head's a, like this head is like, my brain is ahead, head. It's taking charge. And then as soon as I think I'm in checkmate, that fucking cock comes and it rears its ugly head. It's not ugly, I promise. But <laughs> you get the drift. And I'm like, fuck, man. So.
1: But I've had conversations. Okay. So let's say it's not like about like. Arm, arm around a girl or, like, liking girls' pictures or leaving, like, you know, the emoji, all that stuff. Let's say it's, like, my Instagram's my business. So if you're not supporting my... If you're not liking my stuff and commenting my stuff, you're not supporting my business. I've had friends tell me that. Yeah. Friends that are bloggers, like, yo, if if my friends don't like my stuff, then then that's my business. You're hurting my money. And it's... If you take Instagram that serious, you know, it kind of, yeah. like... Some people don't get that. Yeah, but I mean, I've had those conversations. I'm yeah, taking yeah, yeah. it there, you know. Like, if it's, you're not support, if you're liking, you know, every booty shaking video, but not even liking mine, like
0: it can get, it, like it what is get, that? Yeah, I need get, you to
1: support me. Like, yeah, this, yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is my job. This is how I make I no my feel, money.
0: No, I feel, I feel you. It's a, uh, it's a slippery slope. I try to, I understand the power of it, but I feel like, regardless of, the era we're in, the generation, like human to human connection. Is always the most impactful mm-hmm. like and and some of that interaction is initiated through like online conversation whatever it is and I'm sure sh- like I can't even imagine like the amount and the type of messages that you receive oh on like a daily basis um
1: people are obsessed with feet they want feet pictures yo That's I'm weird. always barefoot I, I know. get you should be selling those we could set you up like a little for
0: real Yo, if I could, there's be,
1: a whole site for that. We should be selling your feet pictures. <laughs>
0: there is a shocking number of gay men with that's a, feet fetish. Yeah, foot fetish. There's straight I don't men even that like feet. Yo, I like get,
1: I get DMs for feet pics all day. It's
0: funny you like, mentioned. My, my
1: feet aren't even cute.
0: I'm like, yo, like that's all you want to see my feet? I got way better. I got <laughs> way better attributes than my fucking feet. <laughs> Especially now, they got all cuts and shit on them. Um, but. Okay. Okay. This is, I had no idea when we, when we linked up, I was like, this is going to be an interesting conversation. (laughs) It's going to go down a bunch of different avenues. And I just want to keep an open mind and an open heart, see where things go. Um, I want to go through a little bit of a rapid fire with you. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. I don't want you to like think deeply. I want you just like instinctively, what comes to you? Okay. Okay. Let's go. Oh, you seem nervous. I know. I'm. I'm excited for this. All right. Your favorite. I, I already know the first one. Favorite emoji.
1: Oh, the peach. Duh.
0: The peach for the cheeks. The, the, the cheeks. Yeah. Okay. Biggest pet peeve.
1: Um. Biggest pet peeve. Ooh. Uh. I got a bunch. Um. Ugly Feel teeth. free to share two. Two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ugly teeth. Mm. Not. Don't t- You got to take care of your teeth. Your teeth look great. Um, Braces, what else? What else? Retainers. Um, bad breath. Oof. Yeah, it's mm. like a mouth thing. Got it.
0: Smells. Um, quote or mantra that you live by?
1: Um, quote or mantra that I live by one day at a time. It's one day at a time.
0: <laughs> I like that. Simple yet, <laughs> yeah, yet that's effective. That. Um, that's
1: sobriety life.
0: <laughs> for real. Yeah,
1: take it one day at a time
0: um a book or movie that has impacted you the most
1: a book or movie that has impacted me the most would have to be you know i mean i'm trying to think of my favorite movie right now um
0: you don't have to think about these things these things come to you if it's your favorite movie that shit's right there yeah. Give you five seconds, or we'll move on.
1: Okay. So, um. I mean, I'm thinking about Pulp Fiction, but that really Ooh. hasn't motivated me. <laughs> but that's a, one of my really good favorite movies. It's a fucking <laughs> classic.
0: That's okay. That's it. That's okay. What are you most grateful for right now?
1: Um. My daughter, living, Love being it. alive.
0: And this is a bonus question. Okay. Because you're that special. Um. What are you most excited about right now? Like, what when you wake up in the morning? Day by day, like you said, with that approach, what excites you the most?
1: That I never know what's going to happen. I mean, I get, I got booked for um, Essence Festival to go to New Orleans for like a huge festival to do a fitness thing. I mean, that just, like half the stuff you can't even make up. It just happens. Somebody will hit me up tomorrow and say, come to New York, come to the Hamptons, do a pop-up. You know, like I'm manifesting that. I'm putting that energy out there, but... You just, every day is a new day. You, don't, you never know what's going to happen. There's so many opportunities. I mean, it's cool. I'm, I feel real blessed. Yeah. Real blessed.
0: Yeah, I feel, I'm honestly really grateful for the opportunity to link up and talk because for me, I feel like we need to, people like you and I who have strong voices, strong personalities and who have a lot of good to give. I feel like we need to amplify our message like 10x that shit because there's so much negativity out there. And like, I feel like we just need to keep on transcending our community. I feel like
1: f- even amongst trainers, though, there is. yeah, Like people don't want to like I mean, I I, sh- I think that's why I do so well is I've always shown mad love. I go to everyone's classes like I try to like Instagram every single person that when I do see them like, yo, what's up? You know, like I try to like. Show love to people and um i don 't know if it's a Miami thing or something i mean I- in New York, I feel like there's more of like a trainer community, but even in, in Miami, I think we struggle with with that you know like people don 't really want to come together there there like
0: seems to be there seems to be like a for sure there's ego involved um yeah there's always ego involved, and I feel like also a lot of people who are putting shit out there and who are doing things um they're they haven't really done the work on themselves right like they're putting all this like that's dope that you're fucking jacked and you're doing like these shoulder raises and squats and all this stuff but it's like okay let's go a little deeper like you know like we are today like finding about what your purpose is what your why is and i feel like once more people are aware of these things and they're willing to get vulnerable and share and share their stories then shit will open up because most people are just sleeping we need more awoke people yeah. like with their masks off Make like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and and like I'm always trying to link up with people and, and connect um, and just hear stories like I think it's so fun because we all are so unique and we all have such different backgrounds like after hearing all the stuff that you have your, in your life is compiled and you're still so young um like I would love to see you get your own platform your own show because I feel like your message and your experiences could help so many people and I know we went a little beyond the rapid fire questions, but I want to acknowledge Yeah, I you. feel like
1: I sucked at those questions. You got more? <laughs> give me like something else. Make um, it, Now I'm going to put okay, you on I the can, spot. I, I, I need a new question. <laughs> I, I got you. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> give me something better. Okay,
0: what is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: Um, shit, I just suck it on the spot. That's what it is. Um, okay, best piece of advice i ever received. I don't know. Like, don't give up. Keep going. Keep pushing. Like, the, the, the little stuff, like the dumb stuff is actually like,
0: resonated with you yo
1: it's the simple stuff is the stuff you know like i don't know be on time like show up with a smile and
0: for the record for the record everyone listening star was i think at least 15 minutes early today for the show so that'll never
1: happen again props to you that's
0: that's amazing i appreciate that and what about the worst piece of advice that you've ever received
1: Um, i mean when i first started training people told me i wasn't really the body type So could you imagine if I like didn't or that I didn't have it or, you know, I I guess just being told like I wasn't good enough. Because honestly, actually, that is good advice because it just motivates me. I I really do well with actually with negativity because I want to like you use it for fuel. Yeah. Like it pisses me off. And then I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm ready now. Fuck.
0: (laughs) Like it it opens up a whole new can of worms that I want to. Last last thing I want to ask you, just based on that. Like, people who are always, they're always trying to impress other people. People-pleasing. Ex- external validation. Yeah. Like, and I I'm struggle, guilty of this. I, I'm, I'm a,
1: very guilty of that. That's like, one of my defects, is that I people-please. Yeah. A yes like, to death. I try to do too much.
0: Yeah. Like, I, re- I, well, I mean, I remember just being a kid and, like, always, when there was, like, a crowd at my games or, like, someone I cared about, like, I would always be looking and, like trying to put on a show like always even now i'm like i'll see someone and i'll be like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna do a workout or exercise that exemplifies my core my abs because i want them to see i'm like dude
1: almost broke my back because diplo was in class one day i tried to (laughs) i tried to squat i almost broke my back
0: did he come (laughs) back to class
1: uh yeah (laughs) i mean i i've worked out with him before but he was in a class that i was taking one day and i almost died i almost (laughs) killed myself trying to show off for him
0: Well, that is somewhat justified. (laughs) Diplo's dope. Um, Okay. 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 I'm sure after everyone listens to this, watches this, they're going to be like, holy shit. I want to dive deeper with Star. So where can they do that? Where can they connect with you?
1: Um, I have a website. It's BabyMamaFitness.com, And then obviously Instagram is always like the easiest thing if you DM me I mean I run my own Instagram so I'll definitely respond to you if you want to come to a class hit me up I'll put you in for as a guest if it's free it's for me
0: cool And I probably
1: wouldn't like that I said that but just hit me up
0: we're gonna link to all of Star's content in the show notes so be sure to check those out and guys if you're in New Orleans when's that festival?
1: Uh, we're going I think it's the 6th and uh, 5th 6th and 7th essence festival it's huge like okay. a bunch of like city girls are going to be there a bunch of like shows um pharrell might be there i don't know i gotta look at the lineup but okay. it's a huge thing and we're doing the fitness portion dope um i do a once a month ass and abs at faena yeah um every last week of the month with my business partner johanna shout out jungle johanna that's not that's me squeeze that's my that's relationship ba- right now that's Bay. <laughs> that's Bay. um what else we got we got daybreaker tomorrow or saturday saturday daybreaker yeah. uh, so
0: so guys my biggest piece of advice to you right now as we sign off is if something that star said today really hit home with you and really resonated and you're like "Shit, i want to dive a little deeper i want to ask her about that reach out to her reach out to her these are the conversations that we want to have and i am so grateful for you listening out there thank you so much for your love and support This conscious community that we are cultivating is fucking blowing my mind. Over 30 countries have tuned into the show within the first three months. That shit is magic. That is why we're taking this shit worldwide. And that is why we took this studio to the next fucking level. So you already know what time it is. It's time to take action and stand up to sitting.